can't waste any review on us just no, talking off mic. I, sh- I know, I should not even mention it until now. Sam, I watched the movie. Good, that's the point of the podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, I watched it yesterday <laughs> when I messaged you, and I think it's really charming because it that's was, what you said. <laughs> it was so charming, and... So it's really cute. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to be one of those like horror purists and say, I don't think this counts as horror, but I don't know if it counts as horror. I was actually thinking about that yesterday and I was like, huh. And I was like, did we just watch a movie that wasn't a horror movie? And I yeah. thought about it for a while and I wasn't sure what the answer was. I've been thinking about it all week. TikTok yeah. sold this to me as a horror movie. And instead huh. I was just charmed the entire I was charmed time. And, and I was laughing a lot and I was like oh, this is so funny yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean so I was like is this a dark comedy because there are deaths right right so I don't know but but do deaths count as horror or is that just whatever is it that's, funny <laughs> that's a good question yeah. uh but that's a good segue into this week we're reviewing Dave made a maze Dave Made a Maze is a 2017 American fantasy adventure comedy horror film directed by Bill Watterson and starring Nick Thune, Mira Rohit Kambani, Kirsten Vagnes, Stephanie Elaine, James Urbanek, and John Hennigan. Why can't people just have the last name Smith? I know. John Smith, John Smith, John Smith. Come on. The film centers on the titular Dave who builds a cardboard fort that somehow supernaturally houses an entire labyrinth full of deadly traps and creatures. Now I'm very curious, Bill Watterson. Is that the, is that the fucking Calvin and Hobbes guy? Or is it just a coincidence? Bill Watterson as in, who was he? The writer? What did you say? He was the, he's the director. Oh, I don't know. Or or do they just have the same name? Possibly. I thought he was elusive. I'm going to guess they have the same name. You know how many people have the same name as you and I in this world? Um, Actually. (laughs) um, Have you ever looked that up? Yeah, I have. um, Just me. I'm the only one. Are you serious? Yeah. What? That's amazing. There's like 17 other. Message rejected. Edit that out. (laughs) Stormy skies is in the world. (laughs) Yeah, I did look it up. In America, there's only one of me however this is a story i haven't shared on the podcast because it's kind of weird and i don't know if he's still keeping track of me or anything uh since i do have since i am the only me i am very googleable in kenya there is a black sam odie have i told you this? i remember yes now i remember very vividly about the story did he like reach out to you or something no so i discovered him when I was like 17 in high school and Google still had the I'm feeling lucky feature. And I just wanted to see what would happen if I searched myself. And instead of pulling me up, it pulled up the black Sam Odie. And I thought that was hilarious because I'm a white girl in America and he's a black man in Africa. I thought we could have this nice little inside joke between each other. Yes, But... Uh, he, he wanted more than that. And, uh, yes, yes. It was fine until, um, he said something along the lines of, I love you through your pictures. And I was like, you know what? You know what? He's, he's, uh, (laughs) wanting a little more than just an inside joke. Mm -hmm. So I, uh, 
unfriended him. I think yeah. he has a SoundCloud now. So if you look into this, uh, check out his SoundCloud. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Give him some support, guys. You never He's know. my namesake. That's what he used to call me. His uh, he pro- I mean, like, it's a very special thing to find another yeah. of the opposite gender with your same name. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's funny. <laughs> it is really funny. That's a cool story. Yeah. Okay. So the director is not the Bill Watterson of the Calvin and Hobbes comics. Little it's sketchy cool. that he's using that name, knowing how much weight it has in the world. Uh, yeah. But I guess if yeah, it's damn him. if it's his birth name, <laughs> that's fine. It's just I. That's okay. <laughs> uh, it's just not good for like SEO, I guess. You know, if mm-hmm. you have the name of someone much more famous than you, as we know in you season two, uh, spoilers. Joe's ex girlfriend Candace goes by Amy Adam because that's almost ungoogleable. Uh, I see. Uh, but yeah. I guess let's get into this because David's shot is at six o'clock. Yep. So, so we got about four to five minutes. So let's do it. All right. Because I'm getting my booster. Yeah. Shot yeah. Go, Sam. Get vaccinated. She's going to be a superhuman. You're going to be like, a, you're going to feel like, wow, I'm a superhuman, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. So this movie was very charming. Uh, I do appreciate how on Wikipedia it lists horror as last. because to me this is more of a fantasy adventure comedy movie it's definitely the kind of movie I would love and going into it like from the very beginning I knew I would love it so I've been curious about Stormy's opinion yeah so I I did think it was a um a horror movie because that's what we we thought it was and then as I was watching it I was like hmm because the way it was described to me, it sounded like it was going to be like House of Leaves, but as a movie. Mm-hmm. And I was expecting something like really horrifying. And then Sam comes at me. She's like, this is very charming. And I was like, hmm. I was like, well, how is it so charming if it's supposed to be very scary? So I was like, I guess it could be both. And the only time it's ever like House of Leaves is I want to say the first 30 minutes, but the rest of the movie really focuses on very different subject matter so I would be wrong in saying that the whole movie is like the book. It just has different elements that are similar. Yeah. Um, the only thing is the Minotaur and the Labyrinth. Right. And um, and the documentary too. But that's it. And this Minotaur is fucking ripped. Is that his real body? Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's made out jacked. of cardboard. <laughs> well, cool. He's like super jacked. So we, we like the Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie premiered at the Slam Dance Festival in 2017, and it won the an audience award for best narrative. And I think yeah. that's fair. So uh, let's break it down into acting. Everybody, when you when you get a weird movie like this, the acting is always going to be hit or miss. Yes. And I think everybody did a very solid. Yeah, job. everyone was a hit. And what I want to say, and Bella should go on, is that. I don't know if you agree with me, but every character was my favorite character, if that makes sense. I agree. agree. Good. (laughs) Like, I didn't, I didn't want, after the first few deaths, like, everybody who was left after that, Mm. I didn't want to die. Me too. Um, Yeah, because I, I, I got to like everyone's personality individually, Mm-hmm. And I honestly think if I were to pick favorites, the camera crew guy that didn't talk, but, oh, she, but she would like, he the, was so great. I, <laughs> 
and then no, he did talk. Yeah, he did His talk. Last once. line as yeah. as he was dying was, "I fucked your wife." Or you, you fucked, fucked my, wife. my wife. He said, "You fucked my yeah." Because yeah. <laughs> and, um, and then the other guy too, who's constantly holding the mic, thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. straight up in the air. Oh God, I love it. Yeah, the thing I adore about all of these characters, especially like within the first thirty minutes, is they're all just like chill about their friend Dave being in a cardboard box like they don't know what's going on inside that cardboard box right now because in the living room it's just tiny Mm -hmm. so they're all just like chill about him saying he's lost in there yeah they're like oh yeah (laughs) that's just like Dave (laughs) so funny yeah but he's actually in crisis mode (laughs) yeah so that is very funny super chill yeah Uh, And his girlfriend was fantastic. Oh my God. I loved her, man. Yeah. Annie played by Miss Mira. She was beautiful. Yeah. Gigantic eyes are just like so hypnotizing. Mm -hmm. And I really like how at first you don't really get what she sees in Dave because he's a man child who built a fucking cardboard fort in their living room. Yeah. But then by the time you get to the end, you see what they love about each other. Yeah, they have such great development as a couple within this movie. And you can see that like in the beginning, she's like annoyed. But like as they learn about what's happening, like they love each other so much. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Yeah. So she comes home, Mm -hmm. segueing into story. Yeah. And there's a cardboard fort in the middle of her living room. And I, I get the vibe from the beginning that um, he wasn't sure if she was coming back. Like they probably had a fight or something about their future. Mm-hmm. And she comes home and he's like, hey, I'm lost. And <laughs> <laughs> tells her to call his friends over. And she does. And one tries to help him get out, but it's unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. And so th- she ends up throwing a party or they <laughs> yeah. had a party planned and he's still in the box. And finally she forms a rescue team mm-hmm. to go in there and get him with a camera crew in tow to film the documentary of them rescuing him right. <laughs> from the cardboard fort, mm-hmm. which is bigger on the inside. Yes, absolutely. And, and thus the labyrinth uh, is made clear that he's built a labyrinth. So it's bigger on the inside than on the outside. Very scary stuff. The difference between a maze and a labyrinth is labyrinths often have traps. Yes, because they're meant to, like, the, the reason why there's a labyrinth built, and they touch on this, is because whenever there are minotaur, to try to, you can't, it's hard to defeat one, so what you do is you trap it in this maze forever, and you build the booby traps, and then it becomes a labyrinth, mm-hmm. so that's why there's, there's the traps there. Keep something in. And naturally, there is a minotaur in this labyrinth. Of course. That's chasing them down and trying to kill them. them. Mm -hmm. And they kind of decide the best way to escape the Minotaur is to help him escape because that's the only way they can think to save themselves. Yes. I I think that pretty much covers the story. And these are more production notes, but it's so hard to talk about the story without talking about the set pieces in this movie. Right. This movie is so fucking delightful to look at. It is. And um, whenever you told me about the set pieces, they hadn't yet gone into the labyrinth yet. Uh, It's so detail oriented. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Everything is made of paper and cardboard products. 
to the point that you believe that you could probably craft this to yourself using just recycled cardboard and the materials in the movie. And I'm sure a lot more went into it besides cardboard. Uh Of course. Yeah. But you can't tell it's so beautiful. It's so well made. Yeah. Uh, So the set designers deserve all the credit in the world Mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. And um, I know we've been saying that it's like a cardboard fort, but some of the rooms are like, um, have like different stuff on them. And, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, it's uh, different sizes. And there's this one room they go in where like the way the camera set up stuff that's really close to the camera is actually really tiny and stuff that's far away looks small, but it's actually huge, you know, like an optical illusion. So it's very clever. Mm-hmm. And that is very cool. <laughs> yeah. Listeners, you're probably thinking to yourself, if you didn't watch this movie, why can't they just use a box cutter to cut their way out of the cardboard labyrinth? Well, uh, the labyrinth is alive. And if you try and cut your way out of it, it's going to collapse on you and try and kill you. Yes, exactly. So alas, can't do that because they, they try to do that. And then it gets dangerous because it's described as like, there's a lot of rooms, but it's described as being delicate, like a spider web. Um, Mm -hmm. You can visualize that. And they said that it's also dangerous to like try to mess stuff up because the vibrations, the Minotaur will find, you know what I mean? So it's very tricky to get through. Yeah. Cause you don't want the Minotaur to find you. You do not unless like, I mean, he's like super banging though. (laughs) It's like so random. They're like, let's get like a bodybuilder. (laughs) And even the Minotaur's head is made out of cardboard. It's so cool. I I think my favorite set piece might be the Minotaur head because Mm -hmm. it looks good. Um, It doesn't look silly. It actually is pretty nice. Yeah. Um, So they go through the labyrinth and Mm -hmm. they pretty quickly discover that it's not just childhood whimsy in this. A place it is in fact dangerous when they step on the first trap which mm-hmm. leads to the death of the first character and again a production note but the fucking gore oh yeah it's how so they, cute <laughs> how they handled the gore was incredible and very on brand yes for this movie if they had gone with a traditional um method of you know corn syrup and red food dye Mm -hmm. I don't think it would have fit as well right so when someone dies their blood is confetti yeah it's like confetti and like uh yarn and like uh glitter (laughs) it's really cool so the first girl who dies her head gets chopped off and her neck just spews glitter and confetti, <laughs> which uh, in any other circumstance might be fun. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, it's horrifying. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So they learn from that, that they need to be fucking careful. And while all this is going on, two <laughs> other people go off and get themselves killed. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. I don't even really remember who dies because they die very early on. So they don't have like a huge, yeah, a huge like attachment to the audience that much, but they do have very clear characterization. Like the one girl whose head gets cut off. She's like the one that's like, can we go to the maze now? Like, oh my gosh, she's like real ditzy and stuff. And then her head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's the only one I remember really. And upon the death of these characters, 
that's how they learn that the Minotaur exists in the labyrinth because their bodies keep disappearing, implying that the Minotaur is eating them. Yes, yes, that is true. Also, we didn't mention that one of the characters in this movie is just a random hobo who comes (laughs) along because he knows about cardboard. Yeah, 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 that's very funny. And then and he, he kind of has his own journey throughout the labyrinth. Yeah, he does. Does he, he ever make he, it out? No, he died by the cardboard buzzsaws. Oh, with the, oh, that was actually the funniest. There are so many really funny things. And one of the funniest things was like when he was dying, his arms were stuck in the buzzsaws. And he was just, it was like this very extensive, like, ah, ah. Yeah. But it, every time it cut back to him, he was still, still dying that way. I'm like, okay, just hurry it up. So. Yeah, so I guess... Mm-hmm. I would classify this as horror just because the deaths, though there are no, there is no gore per yeah. se. Yeah. They are very brutal. Yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> but since it is not like real gore, it is just mm-hmm. confetti and glitter. There's no sex or nudity in this movie, despite what IMDb oh tell, tells you. It says um, like drug use too and stuff. And I was like, where is like, none of that happened. I don't think, yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would say this is a good starter horror movie. Yeah, I agree. Because it's more, I would say it falls in the like labyrinth, haha, realm of horror. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you think um, your kid can handle, there's more sex in labyrinth than there is in this movie. And no, I'm not saying they have sex in labyrinth. I'm saying the fucking cod piece David Bowie is wearing is sex oh. itself. <laughs> it is sex itself. <laughs> That's funny. I've not seen Labyrinth, so don't get mad. Really? Yeah, dude. I actually haven't either. I've seen it in passing because my sophomore year roommate was a huge fan of it. Nice. So while I was doing homework and she was watching it one day, I kind of watched it in the background. Oh, I don't feel so bad then. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But everybody knows Bowie's look from Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they definitely know. So when they finally reunite with Dave, that's when they kind of get more of an idea of what's going on in this labyrinth because one of his fucking arms is turned into cardboard because he wasn't careful. Oh yeah, that's true. Then there's the room that has the giant vagina. Maybe that's what they mean by nudity because there's a room that just has a giant pulsating vagina in it yeah and you know what I actually thought about that after the fact because I kept thinking about it I was like hmm there's no nudity and I was like well there was the the vagina thing and I but like whenever you look at it you're like huh that looks like a cave and then you're like oh no that's a vagina yeah so yeah yeah because it's just it's just the canal it doesn't have like the labias and but if you're a woman and you look at that you're like yeah it's definitely vagina Um, so with Dave's help, they're able to better maneuver their way through the labyrinth. There's a really charming part where they turn into paper bag puppets. Yeah, they do. And I was like, huh, that's funny. And then they turned into regular people again. And I was like, okay, good. (laughs) I mean, I was fully on board with a horror movie about paper puppet, paper bag puppets. Yeah. And that's the only difference between me and Sam is like, there's certain things that I think are cute and stuff that she thinks is cute too but then like if you push it too far sam thinks it's cute still but then i'm like oh no sam this is too fucking cute and it's a kid's movie (laughs) i'm like i push it to the extreme just watch a fucking studio ghibli i know i know and then but i still 
thought it was funny because the way that they were drawn was cracking me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I really, I really liked that because it was just enough. It was just enough. I hope the actors got to design their own puppet versions of themselves. Yeah. I think that'd be cute and fun. See, referring back to Wikipedia as a refresher. Yes. So after several more near deaths, they find a puppet version of the first girl who died, oh God, which was Brandon. horrifying to look at. It was. I was like, whoa. But I loved it. Me too. Cause she's like, high five. <laughs> She was yeah. great, actually. I loved it. And I think she was actually, the actress was wrapped in the cardboard because you could see her real yeah. eyes. Yeah, her eyes. Yeah, for sure. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So they can't get past her. She's blocking the way to get out. Mm-hmm. So basically they make a plan to split up. Dave and Annie go to find a way to break down the fort, kill it so they're able to get out and escape. And while they're doing this, the camera crew distracts her, distracts yes. Puppet Brin. Puppet Brin, yeah. There's a really weird sequence where Annie and Dave are back in their apartment. Yeah. Wearing like an assortment of costumes made of cardboard. And I guess this is supposed to reflect their relationship or something. I... I'm not sure. That was a very weird sequence. It was weird, um, but I did think it was cool because they both had the same conversation, but it shows how it could be taken, you know, different ways. And I, I don't know why that occurred, but I guess it was to kind of show us. I don't know. It was weird because there was weird stuff happening, like all the room, the stuff on the walls were spinning and things like that. Yeah. So I wasn't sure the purpose, but yeah, this I, is. This yeah. is a movie I'll have to rewatch just exactly. to pick exactly. up a lot of the nuances. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's cool. And after this, Dave bestows upon Annie a katana. Yes. <laughs> so they can slice their way to the heart of the labyrinth and kill it. Yes, of course it's a katana. And I just think that everything that happens is just so ridiculous and funny, but it's like very realistic too. Mm-hmm. You know, because there's always that one guy, you know, who's like, yeah, I just collect katanas. I don't, I think they're cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's that guy. You never know when you're going to need one. Yeah. And you know what? It really came in handy. So it's a good thing he had it. Did. So they make to the heart and she stabs the heart. And I loved this sequence so much. Because the heart starts spinning and it has all these paper mache kings on it, like the kings on playing cards. Yeah. And they start dancing. And I don't know if it was CGI or practical effects, but either way, it looked incredible. Yeah, it was so cool. So someone had to really like take the time to do all that. And while all this is happening, Gordon is trying to distract the Minotaur by leading him away from the heart so they can finish killing the labyrinth. Mm-hmm. And that's where we run into the... Uh, the cardboard buzz saws that kill the homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just, this movie is so fantastic, even it, if it's not straight horror. Yeah, it is. It is a good one. When the labyrinth is, is destroyed, they're back in their apartment and it's covered in cardboard. So they... They just clean it up. <laughs> yeah, they clean it up. They toss it in recycling as you do. Of course. <laughs> and... Um, the filmmaker tells uh, Gordon that he should inform the families of those who died. 
Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. (laughs) How do you have that conversation? Unless we just, this movie takes place in a world where shit like this happens. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) I'm going to guess it does because they're all way too chill about it. They're super chill. And uh, Dave suggests that they call the documentary Dave Made a Maze. Yes. Even though it's a labyrinth. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yes, yes, that's true. And then cleverly enough, that is the name of the movie. And the Minotaur has also escaped and he walks into the sunset. Yes, he does. Out of the recycling area. (laughs) And that's the movie. I loved it. I do. It should it should be on a major streaming network. It's a bummer that like not to put down Tubi or Peacock or IMDb TV, but you don't really talk about people using those streaming networks. Uh-huh. So a nice weird little movie like this is gonna get overlooked. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that stinks. And I like this is something I would want to write. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I just, I, I enjoyed it. I'm going to give it an, ah, uh, yeah, I don't, I won't say it fucked me up, but it was definitely a very pleasant watching experience. Yes. I had a pleasant time. Um, so I am very delighted <laughs> by this little delightful little movie. So we talked about production already, kind of. Yes. Because yes. the set is just so good. Mm-hmm. It is. It's so good unbelievably good like I'm so impressed I wish I could build a fort like that it must have taken a really long time to really put the thought into how all the rooms were going to look and how different they were their cardboard budget must have been insane (laughs) for real I know (laughs) there's no production notes on IMDB which is disappointing because that's what I want to know most is (laughs) yeah how were these sets built how much did the cardboard cost did you just like raid stores because every time david and i move we usually Mm -hmm. um stay up super late so we can go to walmart at like 2 a.m when they start restocking the shelves yeah and just ask for boxes oh yeah i mean they definitely will just get recycled anyway yeah so did they do that i want to know these things they probably do because whenever i used to move um around i always worked in retail so you literally just take boxes from work yeah yeah, man. So if you can't find boxes, just ask store employees. And usually if they have them, they'll, they'll be like, yeah, go ahead. They're like, yeah, they'll say, yeah. And they'll tell you where the, you know, freight door is and go give you a big box of boxes, man. Yeah. That's uh, the ABC, uh, the ABC <laughs> liquor store did that for us. Oh yeah. That's cool. Just let yeah, us take time, as many as we need. Yeah. One time the campus that I worked at like that, they gave me boxes from the bookstore because they anywhere that gets a shipment of stuff, you know they're gonna have some boxes. Anything else about production? The gore was fun. Yeah, it's hard to talk more about production since they were in the same setting mm-hmm. um, most of the time. The setting did change, but um, we're just discussing that the production overall, it was so different in every room that um, everything was great. Um, like the lighting, that the sound was great. There was one instance early on and it did not happen again that the music was too loud and people were mm. talking. And I don't mm-hmm. know when that, it happened very, very early when they all were in the labyrinth in one room and the girl was talking and the, the music was on. And I was like, shit, the music is a little bit too yeah. loud. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. It didn't happen again. 
that's it. That's all. I, I don't have anything bad to say or anything to judge about it. Um, but I guess at this point, we can talk about the realistic aspects if you want. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, coming home after a long day of work and finding a cardboard fort in the middle of your living room. Yeah, and then trying to do yoga and uh, just like having a fail. <laughs> sorry, can you hear that? Yeah. I'm sorry. Hang, wait, hang on one second. I'm so sorry that I have to go make sure that she's okay. <laughs> hang on. Okay, I am back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Just cut out that moment of like quiet silence. It's all good. Unless she talks. Okay, cool. I just Sorry, think. but Shadow has been like not attacking Pepper, but he's trying to play. And Pepper is really dramatic, so she'll like do that. But then sometimes <laughs> I feel like she might actually be injured. So I have a paranoid moment. I'm just like, oh, I gotta go spray him with the water spray. Um, <laughs> so okay, cool. Anyway, I'm back. Hi, sorry. So realistic aspects. Talked about the cardboard fort in the middle of the living room. Yep, trying to do yoga and you can't do yoga. And then like, if you're stuck in the cardboard fort, um, like being horrified that when you made this and went in, you got lost. But there's there's something about, (laughs) he was like, I haven't eaten for three days. He didn't like get hungry or like, he didn't look very tired when they all went in there to go get him. He was like pretty chill. And I was like, oh, all right, I guess, I guess we're cool. Um, but that would be pretty horrifying. Just being lost in a maze. Cause we've all done corn mazes. Oh yeah. Those are spooky. Yeah. And really legit, like being lost, like, oh shit, I have actually been stuck in here for three days. Oops. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a problem. I would say having people die in your apartment, mm-hmm. isn't that a, that's like a big problem and you yeah. would have to like deal with the, the authorities. Yeah, but luckily the Minotaur ate them, so. Oh, wouldn't that be a bigger problem because their bodies are gone? <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how they're going <laughs> to handle it. Yeah. Oh my God. It's Gordon's responsibility now. Yeah. Oh my God. I didn't even think about that. Holy crap, dude. Okay. Shit. That's like a, that would be like, that would become an investigation (laughs) into their apartment. And no, no, there's a documentary. There's so much video evidence of it. I know. And he was like, I'm, I'm responsible for the people that died. It's like, you just like said you're guilty. He really, he did though. I was like, oh my God, he did, dude. All right. Well, anyway, (laughs) I guess, um, being turned into a cardboard puppet saying high five (laughs) on a loop. High five. Yeah. But it was really funny. Uh, she was like, he was like, are we good? And she's like, yeah, we're good. High five. Like, I don't know. It was just cracking me up one way or another. It was just yeah, cute shit. Oh, and after they got out of the maze, yeah. Dave's hand was still cardboard. That means it really happened. Yeah, that's going to be rough so in life. That's a, yeah, how are you supposed to like go get a job anywhere? No how one are you will supposed hire to you. Cook? <laughs> are you, sp- <laughs> you can't take something out of the oven now. 
Oh my God. Yeah. Because it's like flammable. Yeah. Right. He's going to have to get that taken care of. I know. (laughs) Wow. He really is going to have to, to do that because like shit. (laughs) Oh my God. That's like, that's like a disability now. So he, he can probably, well, who will believe him? Like, that's I mean, really his cardboard. arm is made of cardboard. Who's not going to believe it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> They're going to be like, stop pretending. Get that stuff off. And he's like, I can't take it off. And it's like, yes, you can. What if someone tries to rip it off, but they'd be ripping off like skin? Or it'd just yeah. be like, oh I God. bet it would hurt. Yeah. Would it feel, would you feel it? Probably. I don't know. Would you? There's no blood flow. <laughs> but he could still move it. Yeah. Oh no. Well, this is a that's actually pretty scary. So <laughs> this might actually be a real horror movie because of the aftermath. Yeah. The missing <laughs> bodies, the cardboard yeah. hand. Yeah, missing bodies, your hand is cardboard. Um a documentary that says that you're guilty. Um wow. Yeah, so actually, all this realistic stuff is the real horror show because no one wants to fucking go to jail <laughs> for accidentally even making an art project. I mean, on purpose, but like it was not supposed to be like that, like a death yeah. maze, because it's once referred to as a death maze, which is funny. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a realistic aspect when you try and make an art project and it turns into a death maze. Yeah, because, you know, when that stuff happens, we all know how any artist. Of course, they've had that happen once or twice, and you just know yeah. that it's just awful and it's just a nightmare. <laughs> it just—it's a thing. It's a thing. like for real. <laughs> um, what else? I guess rekindling your relationship is a good thing. Yeah. Um, so that's nice. Um, having well, I guess their friends died, so like their friends are actually dead, so they can't hang out anymore. So that's pretty scary. Yeah. <laughs> uh but i think that's all i've got wait they released a minotaur into the world so they actually took like an ancient like mythological creature and now it's in the earth realm so that's that's actually pretty scary i guess Um, because it it will eat you it could just go anywhere and do anything unless you can't kill it unless somebody else that that means that since he's out in the world somebody else out there has to build another labyrinth to trap it Mm. so yeah that's how i see it i think room for a sequel yeah there probably won't be which is perfectly fine but if they had to have one it's set up for one anyway too if that makes sense (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. dude but i like this movie a lot 10 out of 10 was a good time yeah I yeah I give it an a plus plus which is oh yeah it fucked me up but we just did a different thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) which is fine oh yeah man this was a good movie dude I'm glad we watched it so TikTok never know but uh it was a happy surprise because we did think it was gonna be horrifying you know thanks to TikTok for recommending a little known horror movie that's not insidious for once (laughs) Does it talk about Insidious a lot? There are a lot of horror TikTokers that'll do like their top five lists of uh, 
movies horror movies on netflix and insidious is always like number one i'm like come on find something else yeah yeah and it can be tough though because netflix is so limited with popular horror stuff that's been in theaters that i guess like what else do you pick i guess try to branch out and become like not such a mainstream person yeah become us and watch watch it from a to z then then who's the uh like horror you know master so until tiktok does that but no one has done what we do Mm -hmm. So, so yeah all right you got the zen notes ready so david and i can go get boosted yes i sure do here they are all right guys so we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up um Real Horror Show was created by Sam Odie and Stormy Skies and is directed by Sam Odie. Today, we learned that you should not build a cardboard maze because it will accidentally be too big and you'll get lost. So just be careful. What you should do is if you're going to go in and rescue someone from a maze, always tie a rope around yourself and tie it to, you know, like something else in the room so you don't get lost. You follow the rope back. Mm-hmm. hello so anyway that's what we learned i guess um like what you hear you can find real horror show on spotify tune in google play store stitcher itunes and pandora really really like what you hear follow us on twitter at horror show pod or search for real horror show on twitter follow us on facebook at real horror show like our page and share our stuff we also have a website that all of our written reviews and podcasts can be found, realhorrorshow.com. Want to interact with us? Want to make sure we're real humans and not space vampires? Comment on our website or email us at realhorrorshowpodcast at gmail.com. Want to argue with us about something or think you have a really great horror movie review that you're dying to share with two random strangers from the internet? Submissions are open for movie reviews. Check out the submit page on our website and follow the rubric for presenting us anything. It's not done according to the rubric. It will be disregarded. Sorry, not sorry. And we love horror. And if you're listening, you do too. So please help us keep our project going by visiting our support page on our website where you can make a one-time donation via PayPal. We also have an Amazon wish list. If you feel like buying us some tangible will help convey your love more than a monetary donation would and the holidays are right around the corner so buy us a present. Also, you can find the buy us a coffee button on our website. It's a button you can click that will pay us the amount you would need to buy a coffee. A little bit goes a long way. Uh, And sometimes we can't help out artists monetarily and that's okay. By simply liking, sharing, retweeting, and even giving us an awesome review will help us out tremendously. And any other pertinent news, Sam? Not at the moment. Yeah, Sam's gonna go get a booster. Next week's Thanksgiving. All this crazy stuff is happening. And then we're gonna finish watching Vampire Diaries, but Sam's ahead of me, so everything is just totally crazy right now, you guys. Totally crazy. It's just totally crazy. Anyway... (laughs) Um, do it. We'll get back on track soon. But other than that, our outro song is called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. Thank you, fuck off, and have a swell evening. This is Real Horror Show signing off. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> I love the creepy doll.